and welcome to None of Your Business Podcast, where we bring you inspiring storytelling from the heart. I'm your host, Robert Delude. Thank you for joining me today. Now let the show begin. Hey, so I got Tori Franco on the show today, and we just dive deep and have a laughter, beautiful conversation. We talk about the ups, the downs, her message to the world. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with this very special guest, Tori Franco. So enjoy, share this with a friend, and I love you. All right. What up, Tori? How are What's you? Up? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. So, <laughs> you know, you're, besides being a professional lesbian, <laughs> <laughs> who are you and what do you do? Well, my name's Tori Franco. I like long walks on the beach. Um, that's about it. I don't know. I mean, what do I do? I create. That's what I do. That's if I had. To, OK, so. I mean, my story is uh, when quarantine first started, I was in nursing school full time, working part time at my school, mm -hmm. um, you know, going through the motions of life like everybody else. And um, and then the world shut down and TikTok happened. And then I became a professional lesbian. And then <laughs> I, I, th I thought to myself, you know what? this isn't what I like nursing is great. And, and I love science and stuff, but this isn't what I want to do. Yeah. And so I took, I took a semester off and I started a podcast. And so now I create, <laughs> that's you what create. I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so you got your TikTok, you got your Instagram, you got the Tori Franco show. I do. All right. So yeah. Yeah, like, were you doing TikTok before the shutdown happened? No, I thought it was for 10 year olds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and as a matter of fact, I have a best friend who has a daughter who's 10, who, well, she's 11 now, and she would steal my phone to go on her TikTok. And I'd be like, ah, oh, you know, just this ridiculous app. And then quarantine started. I was like, let's try it like everybody else in the world. And uh, yeah. So I like try and do TikTok. And then yeah. I'm like, I no, I can't do it. <laughs> I no. It like, can get it can, sometimes I'm I go on and I'm like, no, you know, like because it's just I don't know. It, it can be a pain in the ass sometimes. Like, yeah. The only reason I don't do it is because I don't think like I can it's not user friendly for me. So, oh, OK. Pure okay. laziness <laughs> out of my willingness to learn it is why I don't like it just because oh. I don't know how to operate it. Um, Like, yeah, you know, when people uh, like I like the reels and whatever yeah I, I it's pretty i mean i didn't know how to i still don't know sometimes what the fuck i'm doing i'm like how the fuck but like i don't know i i i feel like it's fun when it's when something's fun it's easy to learn for me so like i, I learned pretty quickly but um also what do i do i literally do rants in my car you know so and i'm mm. a professional lesbian so <laughs> really <laughs> <laughs> uh all right so <laughs> <laughs> all right i love it i love that so much thanks. so <laughs> thanks my dad doesn't but thank you hey you know what like my dad calls me like a faggot when he's drunk so <laughs> you know i get it all right well we're on the same page then we're not you know um <laughs> I guess I'm only a half fag, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm full. Well, congrats! Congrats! You know, Thank you. you made a profession out of it. I love Thank it. I, right? Apparently. Um. So you know, what are you passionate about? I feel like my passions change, um, like as I get older. But right now, at this very moment, besides, like, obviously, creating is creating in any way is is something that i'm passionate about but mm -hmm. really connecting with people right now um like building the community that i'm trying to build and and getting inside of people's kind of like this like how you're 
picking my brain. Like I love to pick pe- people's brains. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that people, people like fascinate me when they're being assholes, when they're being not assholes, like just like, why do people do the things that they do? It's just like that right now is what I'm passionate about. Okay. Why does that, why is it, why are you so fascinated about that? Oh, God, I think because I've lived in my bubble, you know, like I'm, a, I'm this privileged child from Long Island. I've never really, I mean, I've dealt with depression and I've dealt with um, abuse and stuff like that, but I've never really faced like, uh, in my opinion, true adversity. And so a lot of the times I don't get why people do the things that they do. Um, and so now when you look at the state of affairs, especially now, you know, um, why people do the things they do and believe the things that they believe and fall into these like, uh, I don't want to say traps, but like fall into these like belief systems or these rabbit holes. It's like, that's to me, it's like fucking fascinating. Like, how does this even happen? What went on in your life that like this is happening, you know? Yeah. So. I like going to the mall and people watching. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Some people call me judgmental as fuck. I'm just accepting of all kinds of people for my own amusement. Really? Same. Same. Like, it doesn't matter. But I, but I also like, I look at people sometimes. I'm like, what? Why? Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> you know, you just look at somebody and you're like, what the? What went through your head this morning? You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. Yeah, too. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. It's interesting. Mm. So what are you grateful for right now? Right now, uh, being alive, not being sick is probably, mm. waking up every morning is probably the, the biggest thing I'm grateful for. When I wake up, I'm like, thank God. <laughs> like, thank yeah. God I have another day because so many people have died in 2020 and like gotten sick and it's just so that's the main thing um my family my friends um this like the opportunities that i've been given and stuff like that uh that yeah that's that's it i'm grateful for a lot i'm that type of person where like Somebody could smack me in the face and I'd be like, thank you for this opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Why? Let's go into that. If somebody (laughs) smacks you across the face, like, why the fuck would you be grateful for it? Like, well, you know what it is? I find the silver lining in everything. So Mm. like I dated, I dated a girl who was seemingly, I don't want to keep saying she is a narcissist because she's not diagnosed, but seemingly she was one, is one. And like, I'm grateful for that situation because it taught me a lot, you know, like I, I try to find the good in, in as much as possible. You know, I can, on that, I can relate. like back in 2018, I literally dated the devil, <laughs> the fucking devil. <laughs> I know. Wait, was that the one you said, were you engaged to her? I don't yeah. know. Like, Put your yeah. shit on okay yeah no like yeah it fucking everyone knows about it okay. yeah i was engaged to her she fucking like she's from south korea mm-hmm. so i really feel like she's from north korea and one of kim jong-un's <laughs> kids like straight up she is king kim jong-un <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so you know like straight up like she's a sick person but like because of that experience like yeah. now I like I took that terrible experience, that terrible relationship, and I flipped the script and now I got a podcast and I talk to amazing people like yourself and hopefully you. my story can benefit somebody else. That's it. Right. Yeah. I feel like without that's why like I don't I'm not literally like smack me in the face. But like the, to me, there's a lesson in everything, you know, yeah. especially the bad. So mm. grateful for that shit, too. So how did you overcome that? Uh, oh God. Um, honestly, if I had to, well, how at time really, Yeah. but, but also a support system, my family and friends were there to just like push me out of bed when I didn't want to get out of bed. I think also for me, writing therapy, therapy helped a lot. Yeah. 
um and I'm still in therapy but like writing down my feelings kind of taking when you're with a narcissist they 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 well you probably know too from being with somebody toxic they try to belittle you and make you feel as small as you possibly can so that they can like control you yeah and so when they leave you're left with that like they kind of change your mind state your mindset and you're right right and you're left still even though they're gone you're still left with that like residual i fucking suck in life Mm -hmm. so i think getting through that and i'm still getting through it um like there's still residual shit like Mm -hmm. negative self-talk but i think every day you just have to talk nicely to yourself treat yourself the way that that person probably should have treated you you know yeah absolutely like who do you talk to yourself the most right right Right. like like i i sit in my car and talk to my steering wheel you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) do you have a nice cover on it no no i don't well you don't treat your steering wheel with the same respect that's sometimes i i pet it though sometimes (laughs) i really don't do that though (laughs) but yeah i mean i mean i don't know just talking talking nicely to yourself that's yeah yeah um but, you know, I, I can relate so much on that. Like, I'm before, like, that relationship that I had, I felt like I was a pretty confident person. Right. And then, like, now, like, it's been, like, fucking two years, over two years. And, like. Pre- preach it. When I walk into the room, like, when I walk into the gym, I just instantly feel like I don't belong here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, but, and, like. <sighs> I feel like the bitch just still took my balls and it's been fucking <laughs> two years right and then no, like oh man i just got back from vegas and i flew into spokane and like i was like the first person off the plane and the stewardess and the flight attendant was this asian lady and i thought it was fucking her no i still think like every asian still looks the same and i'm not <laughs> trying to be racist but when you wear a mask it's especially hard I get it. I get it. I totally yeah. get what you're saying. So I like instantly like how the fuck? Like I went back to Vegas, like where the relationship was, and it was fucking crazy. That but uh I'm like, oh okay, I'm just gonna take my drive home now and oh fuck. <laughs> it's her. But we're not talking about me, we're talking about you. Um well, well but yeah, but it's the truth though. Like that's like that fucking PTSD from you know, like I see girls in beanies still. And I'm like, oh God, <laughs> you know, like I'm going that way. Like you know the Carhartt beanie? The what? The Carhartt beanie? What's a Carhartt beanie? I don't know. I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm sheltered. I have no idea what the fuck. Oh, I'm I guess you're from Long Island. So like I'm in Montana. Like the Carhartt beanie is like what all the basic white bitches wear. <laughs> yes, then. Yes. Whatever so, it is. Yes. Yeah. They go to Starbucks, they have their Carhartt beanie on, and then uh-huh. they fucking have their whatever they do. They listen to Kings of Leon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then get white girl wasted. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Gotcha. Yep. I love your accent, which. Thank I you. I, I feel like I don't have one. Yeah, totally. But we say, how, wait, how do you say dog? dog oh you say like dog like dog <laughs> see we say dog dog dog, dog. <laughs> okay perfect i love nailed it. it nailed it dog <laughs> dog yeah i just i love your thick it's not thick for me it's thick italian accent thank you you got to hear my family my mother and my sister they're worse this is they they make fun of me because they're like you speak so proper and I'm like, okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's bad. Like, I'm in Missoula, Montana. Like, we have, like, some <laughs> culture here. But, like, for the most part, I feel like, you know, they're like, where's your horse at? <laughs> where's your I'm making a shirt that says that. Where's your horse at? Yes. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy it now. Cool. Um, so like you know the show like Yellowstone and like Big Sky? No, yeah. No. You're like the one person. Well, maybe because like you don't live in Montana. 
No, I'm telling you, it's not. It, it It's me. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> you know how many times I've heard that? <laughs> <laughs> if you had a nickel. <laughs> yeah. I would. I wouldn't be uh I wouldn't be here right now, that's for sure. <laughs> well, maybe I would be because coronavirus is still going on. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which okay. Sucks. So like if you know you, you had to tell like the younger version of yourself, like mm. you know, the the 14-year-old Tori mm-hmm. and like the three pieces of like life advice. Mm. Oh god. Mm, what would you tell the that version of you hey we are just going to take a quick break real quick and let you know that none of your business has t-shirts now so go over to instagram follow me at none of your business podcast or at robert elude and if you are on clubhouse it is the podcast dude so go over there, get your merchandise, guys, and I love you all, and hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode. Like my 14-year-old self? Yeah. Um, At that time, I would have been like, bitch, uh, it's okay to come out of the closet. Nobody's going to do anything. You don't need to be afraid. Um, like to your family. Cause I was, I was out to my friends, mm-hmm. but I was afraid of like my family and stuff like that. So I would, I, I suffered in the closet for like two years when it came to my family. So I would have probably told my younger self to come out sooner. Um, I would have to also told myself, I don't know, because I feel like at that age, well, can I say something? Then this is really weird. Maybe not Go weird, but when I look back at my younger self, all the mistakes I this is who I am though. All the mistakes I made, all the shit that I did, the the twists and turns that I took in my life that led me to this point, yeah. all led me to this point. So I would probably tell my younger self to change nothing and to do exactly what I did. You know, I, 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 not that I mean, also read more, <laughs> read more. <laughs> definitely read more. Yeah. But other than that, you know, there's nothing I look back and think like, I wish I would have kn- known that then. Because I feel like that's a part of life. You got to like, you got to be clueless at times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I like that answer. Thank you. <laughs> like. Thank you. I like it. You know, just fucking live Thank life. You. Right. Yeah. Just go with the motions. Whatever happens is meant to happen. Exactly. We'll something. Fucking exactly. Like it, yeah. Even if it's bad, <laughs> it, that's right. how it's supposed to happen because there's always something on the other side. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the times it's it takes us to kind of see the like to find the lessons and like you know um what's that word retrospect retrospective yeah to to yeah to like look back hindsight is 2020 you when you look back you're like wow okay i get why that had to happen so like when i look back i'm like okay everything had to happen in order to make me who i am today so mm-hmm. so you wouldn't change That's anything it. no the good the bad the abuse the ugly whatever it is no i wouldn't change anything the good bad the ugly yeah you know yeah not a lot of people can say that shit (laughs) i feel like it's perspective that's that's it you know i dig it yeah would you i mean i mean i know this is you know you want to but would you change anything um no i wouldn't like (laughs) no there was a time in my the time in my life where like fuck i wish i could go back in time um yeah like, you know back when i was in seventh grade i got 100 grand from a car wreck settlement and just oh. it all on cocaine and other drugs and like right i'm like man like i wish i could have like invested that but like that just got me like closer to like a 12-step program it just right right 
steroid that you know it speed bumped it to me getting like living the life that i want yeah like yeah having that money would be nice but you know like you can always make more money yeah money is just a you know tool that's what they say apparently you know what i'm thinking now i would have the the one thing and this is literally the one regret that i have is spending more time like with my grandmother when she was still here i was afraid to to fly um she lived in florida i live in new york so i was afraid to get on a plane every single time i would purchase a ticket the day before i'd cancel get a credit and be like i'll just go next time i'll go next time and then i saw her after two years of not seeing her i saw her and that was the last time i'd ever seen her alive and so if I would have, if I could say anything to my younger self, the only thing it would be is get on that plane. <laughs> Don't be afraid yeah. to fly. That's it. Why are you still afraid to fly? I am. But now again, that was a lesson for me that now I'm horrible on planes. Um, I need at least a bar and a half of Xanax. in order to- <laughs> <laughs> At least I need to be drooling in someone's lap, okay. but, I'll, but I'll do it now because of that. So I guess essentially even that, you know, taught me a lesson, but. Um, you know, the John, have you seen the John Mulaney stand up where he talks about Xanax and airplanes? No. Oh, so long story short, he goes to the doctor to get Xanax and ends up getting like a uh, colonoscopy. <laughs> and then he doesn't get fucking Xanax at the end of it. <laughs> just, That's uh, funny. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty funny. Like, oh, get this fucking run shoved up your ass and you don't even get what you want. You don't even, right. Like, he didn't, he didn't even buy you dinner or give you the drugs you wanted. Right. <laughs> the fuck? Uh, That's fuck. funny drug seeking behavior and right. literally fucks you in the ass legit yeah mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> that's good so okay let's talk about you know you you were afraid like and not everyone but a lot of people are afraid to come out like what was your experience uh with being in the closet yes um well i i realized that i liked girls at a very like a young age well i mean okay when i was fucking five i was pretending that barbie was my girlfriend which like plot twist i don't like blondes t- now today as an adult but barbie was my bitch you know <laughs> um so like i've been i've been gay but obviously at five you don't know what that means or whatever yeah. so i realized what it was when i was 13 and I was in denial about it. I even had a little bit of like um, internalized homophobia. Like on the outside, I'd talk to my friends and be like, oh, being bi is so gross. And like, I remember meanwhile, like I was like swooning after a girl. You know what I mean? I did the exact same shit. <laughs> oh, you're, wait, how do you identify? <sighs> like, I don't really like identify. I'm oh, that's like, dope. That's fucking dope. Like, I don't like, like technically, yes, I am bi. But like, I'm like whatever. Like, right. It I, is what it is. You it is what it is. Like, I don't okay. give it. Like, why throw a label on something? Right, right. Sometimes I I cringe too, because I've been with a lot of like sh- quotes straight girls, um, and I know that obviously sexuality is fucking fluid, you know. And there's a it's a whole rainbow spectrum of wonderfulness but um if i had to label myself yeah it would be a a lesbian you know but i'm not i would never rule out the small even if it is small possibility of me ever falling in love with let's say like a a trans woman or you know what i'm saying or or um or a man even you know Mm. the it's slim to none but have you ever dated a guy no no never you are a gold star lesbian 
I am. Yeah. I've made out with guys and that's, yeah, that's about the extent of Are my... you like the, the, the gay girl who gets drunk and makes out with guys instead of <laughs> the straight girl who gets drunk and makes, and out, makes with out with girls? I used to be when I, in my younger years, you know, I was, I had one friend, he was a dude. And I swear to God, this dude kissed like a girl. It was like you close your eyes and you feel a female's lips. So it wasn't that far off. He'd probably okay. hate that I'm saying this right now because, like, <laughs> you know, he's a straight man. He's like, I kiss like a girl. But but I used to make out with him when I was younger. But now I'm like, all right, I've done it. When I get drunk now, I'm, I can control myself, you know. Yeah. But I get that. Yeah, right. But it's checked off your box and yeah checked it off you know live my life mm. moving on so but um are you like passionate about uh any netflix series oh my god well what i just binged was bridgerton i've never even heard of it it's really fucking good mm. okay. it's really good but i wouldn't say like i mean i started watching watching also the scientology shit have you seen that with no god what are you watching <laughs> um i've been actually binging on seinfeld lately oh all right all right that's a good show too and the office like i've watched the series so many times but i've never can i just say probably gonna end the interview right now i've never seen an episode of the office bye <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I knew that was coming sorry why I don't know. I just never got around to it's I love um what's his name? Steve Carell, right? Yeah. I love him. He's fucking hilarious. I just never got around to watching it. You know, fair enough. Right. Like right. there's shows that like Bridgerton. I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. So. Really good. Ch check it out. Really good. A lot of sex. Very good. Is that why you like it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like the show was probably dog shit, but all the sex <laughs> makes up for it. You know what? Just go to Pornhub. That's it. You know, no. I'm so done talking about porn today. Um, <laughs> talking about what? I just interviewed another gal uh, that, like, she used to be a Playboy photographer. And now oh. she's like anti porn. Anti porn. Okay. And like sex trafficking, and I'm like, holy shit, it's too early for this shit. <laughs> this is not like I knew what I was getting into, right? But like, wow, this is some like this is shit that's going on, like, right? Right, real issues, <laughs> right? Real issues early in the morning. Hold on, I need to snort my coffee grinds right yeah, now, exactly. <laughs> like, I love the work that she's doing, but like, oh, fuck. yeah, yeah, we should have to go cry. Like, <laughs> i gotta meditate after this one exactly yeah it's heavy for sure but mm. that's a whole i mean that's a rabbit hole that i don't even think i don't even want to dive into <laughs> yeah how long have you been doing your podcast for um okay so what happened was i started a podcast three maybe even four years ago okay um and it was like just it just wasn't the right time. So I always it was something I always wanted to do. But this podcast, the Tori Franco show, um, I started back in April, May, maybe beginning of May. OK. Yeah. Mm. It was just honestly, it was I would go live on TikTok for my new followers and people would just it was like, ask Abby. They would fucking ask me advice and I'd sit there and give all this life advice and um they're like ask abby like the newspaper art yeah yeah when you write in and you ask okay you know you ask advice and so they were like can you just start a podcast i'm like you know what okay now's the time that's my sign so here i am cool have you jumped on the clubhouse what do you not know what clubhouse is no, I have no idea. What's the clubhouse? Uh, you know, I'm not really sure. So if I give you <laughs> misinformation, I apologize. But apparently it's the new social media app that's just audio. 
get the fuck out of here yeah um i'm part of this black diamond club and like on facebook they're like we're on clubhouse we're on clubhouse and i thought they're like having an event like yeah at the clubhouse <laughs> so uh, and then i finally downloaded it i'm like oh this is just another fucking app that i gotta learn <laughs> god damn it i'm gonna have to check it out yeah you know uh i think i have one follower so. <laughs> well i'm about you're about to have two so yes Fuck yeah. stay, stay tuned <laughs> awesome um so like is there like a special hack for tiktok because if you started in march mm. and where you're at today like i would say you grew pretty fast yeah well april april was when i jumped on um and yeah yeah i have definitely grown pretty quickly i think you know what it is i mean there are certain hacks that you can do because people's to grab people's attention because you know we're all we all have the attention spans of fucking fleas at this point wait were you talking (laughs) 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 exhibit a (laughs) were you talking i i got distracted um but i think ultimately when it comes to social media just being raw and you're like the the comment that i most get from my followers um or the compliment i most get that stands out to me is hey like i can see you i can see your heart and i can see your authenticity and that there's no bullshit and what you see is what you get and i think as stupid as people can be we also can we have this like intuition to to um filter out the bullshit artists you know yeah absolutely. and i th- i think just being yourself just being an idiot if you're an idiot in real life you know or like whatever i so love that's, it that's um, that i'm not gonna name drop but like when uh like a year ago i was you know working with some pretty high level influencers on instagram mm. and like they would like say one thing and then their actions would be completely different and i'm like this is kind of shady like i actually don't want to work with you and they have right. like 300 400,000 400,000 followers and i'm like 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 they're just putting on a fucking show yeah like just yeah. super fake sketchy like fucked over like big companies and like just fucking over people and i didn't like what they did and i just like i slowly stepped away from that and i'm like i would rather have fucking no following than partner with some fucking shady fuckers yeah same you know i like the slow build i don't i try not to come with any gimmicks or anything like that because that's not real to me like a lot of people especially on tiktok lesbian tiktok they feel like you know um i gotta get myself into a relationship because for some reason people love seeing online like social media relationships like they just the minute i get into a relationship and i put it out there my following i know for a fact is just gonna skyrocket for some reason because people are fucking nosy (laughs) that's really it so what you're telling me is the reason you get into a relationship next is just going to be for your following. Just no, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't tell that to my future, my future girlfriend. <laughs> but I see people basically doing this, jumping from one relationship to the next and like constantly revealing these new relationships because they know mm. it gets them more viewership and stuff like that. And me, it's like, people are out here like, are you with somebody? Or are you not with somebody? And I'm like, wouldn't you like to know you know because it's to me it's i want people to like me for me not because i'm doing something gimmicky you know i know this this couple i stopped following them they started out uh and i actually know her because one of the girls because she lives around here started out with significantly less following than than me Mm. her and her girl um made up this whole bullshit story about how like uh they lived in two different states which was true and that 
one of the girls ex the other girl out on a to be her wedding date on TikTok. That was the whole gimmick, you know? Oh, really? And yeah, and it got people following them. And I knew the real story because prior to them making up this story, one of the girls was emailing me like, hey, collaborate with my girlfriend. She's another creator on TikTok. No way. Right, right. So like, you know, she's like, oh, we're always out here together and we're always visiting each other. But on TikTok, they're like, oh, we just met. And like, this is the first time, like, you know, so they tried to create this big elaborate story. And I I unfollowed the two of them because I'm like, that's just so even though it's not harmful, it's inauthentic. Just you're clout chasing at that point. You know, you're making up a whole story just to get clout. I don't respect that. So yeah, like every fucking rapper now, just shocking. <laughs> right, right, right. It's sickening. Yeah, like what happened? Like that's a whole nother conversation. Right, right. Just, a lot of like, a lot of rabbit holes. Yeah. Um. Okay. So just be your authentic self is what you're telling me. Yeah, I would say yeah. Is there like a favorite? Like, do you like go out and dance on? Uh, yeah. TikTok? I love dancing on TikTok. What's I don't your even... favorite, like, is what? there like a favorite like song that you like on TikTok? Um, um, oh my God, what's it called? Oh my, con- Control. You know that song? No, no fucking idea. Oh right, <laughs> it's Control with a K. I don't know who sings it, but it's one of my favorite TikTok songs. Mm. That's it. It's so like, like okay. I, I was gonna. It's like a reggae song. That's all. Okay, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no idea. Mm. No fucking idea. Next. <laughs> but when I, you know, the once a month that I get on TikTok, I will totally check it out. <laughs> Great. That's all I ask. Yeah. You know how I'm, I might have actually went on three times last month just to look at your stuff. So. Wow. All right. Well. There I was. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize for what you had to endure. No, no, I, I do enjoy your content. And Thank I you. I appreciate you know, the mission that you're on. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. What kind of, okay, for I, I, the entire time that we've been talking, I want to ask, what kind of fucking chair are you in? <gasps> oh, see? Okay, so this is GTR, GT Racing. I got it on Amazon. Um, I'll, I'll send you the link. I'll give you an email. I'll send you an email. Um, one of my, I have, okay. So I have an Amazon list, wish list. Yeah. And I needed a new computer chair because mine was like 12 years old. So I put this, I put, actually I put a shitty chair on there because I don't, my followers have access to the list and a lot of the time they wanted it. You know, they're like, give us your list. I'm like, okay. Um, and so they buy me stuff. (laughs) Really? Yeah. So this chair was bought for me by one of my wonderful, amazing supporters. Because one of my other followers was like, "Get that piece of shit chair off your list and put a really <laughs> good one." And I was like, "Yeah, but I don't want to be ballsy like that." She's like, "Fuck that! Put that good chair on your list." I'm like, "All right." So I put this one. It's got it's like got Bluetooth speakers. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, it, it looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, it goes. Oh god damn. Yeah, you ever yeah. just take naps in there? I should, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I should, but no. <laughs> not yet. Why not? I you know why? Because every time I'm in this chair, I'm doing like work, you know. So then maybe you shouldn't take naps in it. Like, <laughs> you don't train yourself. Oh, my creative chair is not my nap chair. Right, right, right. Yeah, I guess so. Train my brain. Like I get it. Sometimes I have to like go outside of where I am to like, because I'll just sleep. Yeah. Like it's yep. just so easy to sleep. Wow. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Especially when there is no fucking sun outside. <laughs> so. There's no sun here either. Oh, well, then I shouldn't be complaining too much. Then. No, you can complain. Complain away. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a morning routine? I do, yeah. Um, I'm trying to perfect it, but 
What does that look like? Okay, so I wake up. I jump out of bed. I now, right now, I get out of bed. I go, I make my coffee. I make two eggs and two pieces of toast. I sit, I have my breakfast. Um, I shouldn't, but I check emails and social media, which I'm trying to cut out of my morning routine. Mm. When I'm done with that, I come in here, make my bed. I make sure I make my bed no matter what before I get the day started. I go take a shower. Um, I put on my my diffuser. I diffuse some some um, essential oils to make it smell nice in here. And uh, yeah, that's it. Mm. Oh, and I, I journal. I'm trying to incorporate journaling every morning. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like everyone that I talk to, yeah, um, like they pretty much they do something similar to that. Really? Like, yeah. I want to try and. What's your morning routine? I want. I want mine to be better. Well, my routine right now is pretty much dog shit because my sleep <laughs> schedule is dog shit. Got it. Uh, but what I'm like, I wake up like every two hours. I don't know I... what is going on with my sleep right now. Um, oh i don't have it anymore there's this stuff called dream water it's all natural it has um melatonin and gaba or whatever and and i've i've um, so it's just lean but for sleep is what you're telling me (laughs) (laughs) basically But it's coming a fucking styrofoam cup. (laughs) Yes, yes, it's red. It comes in a styrofoam cup. Okay, I'm telling you though, I use it for plane rides now instead of because I'm trying to wean wean off of the Xanax. Not that I fly, (laughs) not that I fly that much, but I'd rather rely on something natural, you know. Okay. That my brain already makes, and not that it worked. (laughs) Like I wasn't like dead drooling, but it really relaxes you and it if i wasn't on a plane i would have slept for a couple hours okay so i'll send you that link too uh thank you (laughs) you're welcome when my sleep is good um, oh yeah yeah sorry i I wake up and i make a pot of coffee Mm -hmm. it's like i go sit outside and have a nice cup of coffee go there and just sit and quiet and i go come back downstairs and i journal and i like um, i have a grateful journal Oh, that's fucking awesome. It's, I don't know where the fuck it's at right now. It's funny. We're both like, this is mine. That's mine. I love that so much. Thank you. Thank you. I, oh, I love that. That just made my day. Thank you. <laughs> For the people that uh, are listening, it has a rainbow on it. So, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, yeah. But, uh, anyways, so I have a grateful journal. Um, and then, like, what am I grateful? Well, I'm grateful that I woke up sober. I'm grateful that I woke up in a bed. I'm grateful, whatever. Then what am I looking forward to? Like, I'm looking forward to whatever the fuck my day is going on. Like, um, And then I sit, I pray, I meditate. And I just, like, constructively, like, review, like, what I have going on. Like, what, what's, what's my day going to look like? Yeah. And I have a big, yeah. when I'm done meditating... Um, like sometimes I meditate for like five minutes, sometimes I meditate for an hour, and just like depending on what's what you're feeling. Yeah, exactly. Um I go upstairs and I have a big glass of water because you gotta stay hydrated, and then I make my breakfast. And that's how like sometimes it goes like that, sometimes it yeah. doesn't, but like that's what I like I try and be consistent about. That's more of what I want my morning routine to look like. I want to journal and meditate before I like anything. I want that to be like habitual, you know? Mm. Not not yet. It's not there yet. You I'll know, get it. Like when I leave my phone in the other room, then it uh yes. Like it does that. And like lately I've been sleeping with my phone in my bed, so maybe that's why my sleep schedule is shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um so you might have just helped me work through something. <laughs> we are so having a breakthrough. You. You're welcome. Yeah. because uh, I, I try and sleep with my phone in the other room because That's it's a- not. I'm just right. Same. And and that is it. That is exactly 
you're reading my mind because I was laying in bed the other night and I'm like, I gotta, this is another habit I wanna start creating is putting my phone on the charger in the other room so that when I wake up, it's not the first thing I go for. And I can think of journaling and meditating first before I check emails and social media, you know? Yeah. Like when I do that stuff, my brain is just like so much more open. Yeah. And clear. Yeah. Except for when I wake up and then I'm like, oh, Instagram. You're right, right. Oh, so, like shit that is going to be there. When you, exactly. Yeah. Like, let's just take care of Robert first. And uh, yeah. On with the day. So uh, do you have a nightly routine? I don't. I wish I did. Uh, Sometimes. I mean, I have habits that I, things that I do every single night. Um, One of them is, again, putting on my, like, I have certain essential oils that I diffuse during the day. Yeah. As opposed to at night, I'll I'll diffuse like lavender just so it smells really nice in here and like relaxing. Um, I try to read at night, but it's not as structured as I, I would like it to be. Yeah. Mm. So. Well, that's okay. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> mm. I'm trying to get one, but. Hey, when the time's right, the time's right. Yeah. Have you gifted any books to someone? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Um, I fucking love reading. I love books. Like I have a stack of books with me at all times and then a huge bookshelf down in my basement. Um, I've gifted a couple of books actually to um, to followers. One is called God and the Gay Christian. God and the Gay. I love the title. Right. Right. Um I guess it's just about how the Christian religion lies to to people and like the Bible really doesn't say anything against gay people, but that it was changed over time. To, it was really against pedophilia, mm -hmm. but over time people changed what it said in order to make, you know, to marginalize gay yeah. people. Um, so I've given the, two two of copies of those away to followers who are like, I need my son needs help or whatever. Um, but what else have I gifted? Have you ever heard of the? Have you heard of Pat Flynn? Yeah, his book Super Fans I gifted to one of my my um. Mm, I didn't my know friends. that he wrote any books. Yeah, it's a really good book. Let's check yeah. it out. Yep, that's mm. the secret I've gifted to people. It's cliche, but fuck it. <laughs> Four agreements. That's another really good one. I love that. I uh, had Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. on a couple months ago. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's I awesome. Love, yeah. I love the, all their books. Yeah. I've only read the Four Agreements. Oh, the Mastery of Love. The is it? It's good. Oh, I really want. He's one, I mean, him and all the alchemist, pa Paulo Coelho, um, two of my favorites of all time. That book changed oh, my fucking man. life. <laughs> so I'm an old man. My, my chair sucks. <laughs> you got to get that. I'm telling you, it's got a lumbar pillow. You got to yeah, get it. It looks amazing. My yeah. fuck this game changer. <laughs> but this is what you get when you go to Goodwill and you get a fucking chair from Goodwill. Is this, like what else was i expecting yeah no this one's a game changer absolutely i love it um yeah so and then uh cool the fifth agreements don jose ruiz i had him on as well that's fun. i'm gonna have to check all of these out you gotta send me links now <laughs> okay i will okay we'll exchange links yeah link exchange um <laughs> Anyway, but for the people listening, you guys got to check out Tori's uh, podcast. Thank it's, you. Uh, yeah. Like, I like it. Thank um, you. It's like Joe Rogan, but with a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. Joe Rogan with a lesbian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. Um, it's, yeah, no, it, uh, I know for me, it helped me work through something. 
So really? Oh my God. Yeah. That means a lot. Well, you're fucking awesome too. And I appreciate you uh doing this, doing what you do. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> so Tori, I got well, I got a couple last questions for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where can people find you on the internet? Um, the two main well, three main places are TikTok, Tori Franco, F-R-A-N-C-O Zero. Um, Instagram is Tori Franco, just T-O-R-I Franco. And then YouTube, uh, which is the Tori Franco show. Mm, love it. Yeah. Love it. All right. I'm glad that you're sitting down for this one. Oh God. What is your message to the world? Oh shit. That's heavy. Um this e- this escalated quickly. Uh <laughs> <laughs> my message to the world would just be to be yourself. Know that that's good enough, no matter where you are at in life. Um, you're good enough. Always don't don't ever always live your truth. Don't let anybody dictate to you what you should do or should have done because your life is your life. And um, take accountability for yourself. That's that. That would be my message. Love it. Thank you. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that. Man, something that I love about having these conversations with amazing guests is I learn something every every time, I mean. And with everything that I learned, I have built up this toolkit for a online coaching program that is only available to my listeners. So go follow me at Robert Delude on Instagram so you can get the special deal and get some one-on-one coaching with me. Hope you guys have a wonderful week and enjoy the rest of your Monday. Thank you so much for listening. And please share this with a friend. Share it on your social media. Share it in a text message. Or just tell someone about it. Again, you're enough, you're loved, and goodbye.